Part 2 of Psalm 40. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Exposition on the Book of Psalms by St. Augustine of Hippo. Psalm 40, Part 2. The just shall see, and shall fear, and shall trust in the Lord. The just shall see. Who are the just? The faithful. Because it is by faith that the just shall live. For there is, in the church, this order. Some go before, others follow. And those who go before make themselves an example to those who follow. And those who follow imitate those who go before. But do those then follow no one who exhibit themselves as an example to them that come after? If they follow no one at all, they will fall into error. These persons then must themselves also follow some one, that is, Christ himself. For all the better sort of persons in the church, for whom there now remain no longer any man worthy to be a model for their imitation, because, by the proficiency they have made, they had left all others behind, for them Christ himself remains, as one whom they may follow even unto the end. And that there are degrees of precedence you see by the Apostle Paul saying, Be ye followers of me, even as I am of Christ. Let those then who have already had their goings established on the rock, let them be an example to the believers. But be thou, saith he, an example of the believers. These very believers are the just, who, fixing their eyes on those who precede them in goodness, follow them in the way of imitation. In what way do they follow? The just shall see and fear. Shall see and shall fear. To follow the evil way, when they see that all the better sort of persons have already chosen the good way, and they say in their hearts, just as travelers are wont to do, when being themselves in uncertainty about the road, and wavering, as it were, as to which they should travel by, they observe others walking on a certain road with confidence, and say to themselves, It is not without reason that these men go this road, while they are intending to arrive at the same point with ourselves, and wherefore it is that they go this way with great confidence, except that it is fatal to go the other. The just, therefore, shall see, and shall fear. They see a narrow way on the one hand, on the other side a broad road. On this side they see few, on the other many. But thou art a just man. Count them not, but weigh them. Bring a just balance, not a deceitful one. Because thou art called just, the just shall see, and fear applies to thee. Count not, therefore, the multitudes of men that are filling the broadways, that are to fill the circus to-morrow, celebrating with shouts the city's anniversary, while they defile the city itself by evil living. Look not at them, they are many in number, and who can count them? But there are few traveling along the narrow road. Bring forth the balance, I say. Weigh them. See what a quantity of chaff you lift up on the one side, against a few grains of corn on the other. Let this be done by the just the believers who are to follow. And what shall they who proceed do? Let them not be proud, let them not exalt themselves, let them not deceive those who follow them. How may they deceive those who follow them? By promising them salvation in themselves. What then ought those who follow to do? The just shall see, and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Not in those who go before them, but indeed they fix their eyes on those who go before them, and follow and imitate them. But they do so because they consider from whom they have received the grace to go before them, and because they trust in him. Although therefore they make these their models, they place their trust in him whom the others have received the grace, whereby they are such as they are. 
the just shall see it and fear and shall trust in the lord just as in another psalm i lift up mine eyes unto the hills we understand by hills all distinguished and great spiritual persons in the church great in solidity not by swollen inflation by these it is that all scripture hath been dispensed unto us they are the prophets they are the evangelists they are the sound doctors to these i lift up mine eyes from whence shall come my help and lest you should think of mere human help he goes on to say my help cometh from the lord which made heaven and earth the just shall see it and fear and shall trust in the lord come then all those who would fain trust in the lord who see and fear let them fear to walk the evil way the broad road let them choose the narrow road there where there are some persons goings established on the rock let them now hear what they ought to do verse four blessed is that man that maketh the name of the lord his trust and hath not respected vanities or lying madnesses behold the way by which thou wouldest fain have gone behold the multitude that fill the broad way it is not without reason that road leads to amphitheatre it is not without reason it leads to death the broad way leads unto death it spreadeth delights for time its end is straightness to all eternity ay but the multitudes murmur the multitudes are rejoicing together the multitudes are hastening along the multitudes are flocking together do not thou imitate them do not turn aside after them they are vanities and lying madnesses let the lord thy god be thy hope hope for nothing else from the lord thy god but let the lord thy god himself be thine hope for many persons hope to obtain from god's hands riches and many perishable and transitory honours and in short anything else they hope to obtain at god's hands except only god himself but do thou seek after thy god himself nay indeed despising all things else make thy way unto him forget other things remember him leave other things behind and press forward unto him surely it is he himself who set thee right when turned away from the right path who now that thou art set in the right path guides thee aright who guides thee to thy destination let him then be thy hope who both guides thee and guides thee to thy destination whither does worldly covetousness lead thee and to what point does it conduct thee at the last thou didst at first desire a farm then thou wouldst possess an estate thou wouldst shut out thy neighbours having shut them out thou didst set thy heart on the possessions of other neighbours and didst extend thy covetous desires till thou hadst reached the shore arriving at the shore thou covetest the islands having made the earth thine own thou wouldst happily seize upon heaven leave thou all thy loves he who made heaven and earth is more beautiful than all blessed is the man that maketh the name of the lord his hope and who hath not regarded vanities and lying madnesses for whence is it that madness is called lying insanity is a lying thing even as it is sanity that sees the truth for what thou seest as good things thou art deceived thou art not in thy sound senses a violent fever has driven thee to frenzy that which thou art in love with is not a reality thou applaudest the charioteer thou cheerest the charioteer thou art madly in love with the charioteer it is vanity it is a lying madness it is not he cries nothing can be better nothing more delightful what can i do for one in a state of high fever pray ye for such persons if you have any feelings of compassion in you for the physician himself also in a desperate case generally turns to those in the house who stand around weeping who are hanging on his lips to hear his opinion of the patient who is sick and in danger 
the physician stands in a state of doubt he sees not any good to promise he fears to pronounce evil lest he should excite alarm he devises a thoroughly modest sentence the good god can do all things pray ye for him which then of these madmen shall i check which of them will listen to me which of them would not call us miserable because they suppose us to have lost great and various pleasures of which they are madly fond in that we are not as madly in love with them as they are and they do not see that they are lying pleasures when i offer him an egg or hold forth the cup that is to restore health to him i hurt him and when shall i find a way whereby to restore him to health should i exhort him to take a refreshment lest he should sink from exhaustion and not attain to sound health he presents his fists he wishes to vent his fury upon his physician and though he strike one still let him be loved though he do one an injury let him not be given over he will return to a sound mind he will thank us by and by how many are there here who examine themselves who consider each other and speak of each other in the church of god who in the holy church's bosom observe that their now rightly directed desires after the word of god after the offices and duties of charity after the frequenting of christ's flock do not stray from the church they look at each other and talk of each other in turns who is the passionate lover of the circus who is the lover and admirer of such an actor and such a gladiator he applies it to another and the other to him assuredly these things are true assuredly we rejoice in persons of this description if we rejoice in such persons as these let us not despair of such persons as these let us pray for them dearly beloved it is out of these out of the number of those who once composed the number of the ungodly that the number of the saints is increased and hath not respected vanities and lying madnesses such a one has one he cries he harnessed such and such a horse he proclaims aloud he would fain be a kind of diviner he aspires to the honours of divination by abandoning the fountain of divinity and he frequently pronounces an opinion and is frequently mistaken why is this even because they are lying madnesses but why is it that what they say sometimes comes true that they may lead astray the foolish ones that by loving the semblance of truth there they may fall into the snare of falsehood let them be left behind let them be given over let them be cut off if they were members of us they must be mortified mortify he says your members which are upon the earth let our god be our hope he who made all things is better than all he who made what is beautiful is more beautiful than all that is such he who made whatever is mighty is himself mightier he who made whatever is great is himself greater he will be unto you everything that you love learn in the creature to love the creator and in the work him who made it let not that which has been made by him detain thine affections so that thou shouldest lose him by whom thou thyself wert made also blessed then is the man that maketh the name of the lord his trust and hath not respected vanities and lying madnesses perhaps he who being impressed by that verse desires to amend his ways and being seized by fear for the righteousness of faith shall desire to walk the narrow road perhaps he i say will say unto us i shall not be able to persevere in walking if i have nothing to behold what are we to do then brethren are we to leave him altogether without a spectacle he will die he will not persevere he will not follow us what shall we do then we will give him other sights in exchange for sights like these and what sights shall we present to the christian whom we would fain divert from those sights i thank the lord our god 
he in the following verse of the psalm hath shewn us what sights we ought to present and offer to spectators who would fain have sights to see let us now suppose him to be weaned from the circus the theatre the amphitheatre let him be looking after let him by all means be looking after some sight to see we do not leave him without a spectacle what then shall we give in exchange for those hear what follows verse five many o lord my god are the wonderful works which thou hast made he used to gaze at the wonderful works of man let him now contemplate all the wonderful works of god many are the wonderful works that god has made why are they become vile in his eyes he praises the charioteer guiding four horses running all of them without fault and without stumbling perhaps the lord has not made such wonderful works in things spiritual let him control lust let him control cowardice let him control injustice let him control imprudence i mean the passions which falling into excess produce these vices let him control these and bring them into subjugation and let him hold the reins and not suffer himself to be carried away let him guide them the way he himself would have them go let him not be forced away whither he would not he used to applaud the charioteer he himself shall be applauded for his own charioteering he used to call out that the charioteer should be invested with a dress of honour he shall himself be clothed with immortality these are the spectacles these the sights that god exhibits to us he cries out of heaven my eyes are upon you strive and i will assist you triumph and i will crown you many o lord my god are the wonderful works which thou hast made and in thy thought there is none that is like unto thee now then look at the actor for the man hath by dint of great pains learned to walk upon a rope and hanging there he holds thee hanging in suspense turn to him who exhibits spectacles far more wonderful this man hath learned to walk upon the rope but hath he caused another to walk on the sea forget now thy theatre behold our peter not a walker on the rope but so to speak a walker on the sea and do thou also walk on other waters though not on those which peter walked to symbolize a certain truth for this world is a sea it hath a deleterious bitterness it hath the waves of tribulation the tempests of temptations it hath men in it who like fish delight in their own ruin and prey upon each other walk thou here set thou foot on this thou wouldst see sights be thyself a spectacle that thy spirit may not sink look on him who goes before thee and say we have been made a spectacle unto this world and unto angels and unto men tread thou on the waters suffer not thyself to be drowned in the sea thou wilt not go there thou wilt not tread it under foot unless it be his bidding who was himself the first to walk upon the sea for it was thus that peter spoke if thou art bid me come unto thee on the waters and because he was he heard him when praying he granted his wish to him when expressing his desire he raised him up when sinking these are the wonderful works that the lord hath made look on them let faith be the eye of him who would behold them and do thou also likewise for although the winds alarm thee though the waves rage against thee and though human frailty may have inspired thee with some doubt of thy salvation thou hast in it thy power to cry out thou mayest say lord i perish he who bids thee walk there suffers thee not to perish for in that thou now walkest on the rock thou fearest not even the sea if thou art without the rock thou must sink in the sea for the rock on which thou must walk is such an one as is not sunk in the sea observe then the wonderful works of god 
I have declared, and have spoken, they are multiplied beyond number. There is a number, there are some over and above the number, there is a fixed number that belongs to the heavenly Jerusalem, for the Lord knoweth them that are his, the Christians that fear him, the Christians that believe, the Christians that keep the commandments, that walk in God's ways, that keep themselves from sins, that if they fall, confess, they belong to the number. But are they the only ones? There are also some beyond the number, for even if they be but a few, a few in comparison to the numbers of the larger majority, with how great numbers are our churches filled, crowded up to the very walls, to what a degree do they annoy each other by the pressure, and almost choke each other by their overflowing numbers? Again, out of these very same persons, when there is a public spectacle, there are numbers flocking to the amphitheater. These are over and above the number. But it is for this reason that we say this, that they may be in the number. Not being present, they do not hear this from us. But when ye have gone from hence, let them hear it from you. I have declared, he says, and have spoken. It is Christ who speaks. He hath declared it. In his own person as our head, he hath himself declared it by his members. He himself hath sent those who should declare it. He himself hath sent the apostles. Their sound is gone out into all lands, and their words unto the ends of the world. How great the number of believers that are gathered together! How great the multitudes that flock together! Many of them truly converted, many but in appearance. And those who are truly converted are the minority. Those who are so but in appearance are the majority, because they are multiplied beyond the number. I have declared, and have spoken, they are multiplied beyond number. Verse 6. Sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire. These are the wonderful works of God. These are the thoughts of God, to which no man's thoughts are like, that the lover of sight-seeing may be weaned from curiosity, and with us may seek after those more excellent, those more profitable things, in which, when he shall have attained unto them, he will rejoice, and will rejoice in such a manner as not to fear, lest the person on whom he sets his heart should be conquered. For he sets his heart on the charioteer, who, being beaten in the race, he is himself subjected to insults. When the charioteer wins, it is he himself who is invested with the dress of honor, and is the poor man who cheers him clothed also. The winner himself is clothed with the dress of honor, but instead of the man who is beaten, the other who cheers him is insulted. Why do you subject yourselves to censure for him with whom you do not divide the dress of honor? On our side is our spectacles. This is ordered differently. In that race course, in that spectacle, all indeed run, said the Apostle Paul, but one receiveth the prize. The rest retired defeated, and they endured unto the end in the course. But since one has received the prize, the rest who have undergone the like toil remain where they were. On our side it is not so. As many as run, run, that is, perseveringly, even unto the end, all receive the crown, and he who comes in first has to wait, that he may be crowned together with him who comes after him, inasmuch as it is not covetousness, but charity that sets that contest on foot. All those who run love each other, and love itself is the race which they run. End of Psalm 40, Part 2